TV, welcome to my podcast. It's Mary back for Stripper Mentor Mondays. And on Stripper Mentor Mondays, me, your stripper mentor, gives you advice on whatever I have decided is important. Now, uh, y'all might have noticed if you hadn't with the last episode, I have a new theme song and I also have a correction. <laughs> We're off to a great start. What can I say? So just an FYI, it is the, it is not the Good Devils Band. It is just Good Devils Band. I, uh, I bloopered that one. So my bad. All right, let's get to it. So today's episode, it's getting deep, y'all. It's getting deep because I decided it would. Uh, (laughs) So today's episode is um somewhat of a touchy subject everything's a touchy subject anyways so i will be talking about you know the whole i'm just a nice guy now if you're a man and you're like i don't want to hear this bitch talk about you know whatever this is going to be hear me out but also i have a disclaimer I don't want men to listen to this episode, uh, like in this beginning and write me off as just another man hating women. I genuinely think it's an important, it's, it's important to have dialogue. It's important to have dialogue about the topic where I have chosen today, which is, you know, surrounding nice guy syndrome and nice guys. Note, I was using air quotes around nice guys. So here's the thing. If you're a man and you're listening to this, and are feeling immediately defensive maybe, or feeling angry at this topic, or that I, a woman, am speaking on it. Know that I'm just, I'm not doing this episode to spread hate or anger, all right? My podcast is honest advice that I think people will benefit from. And today's episode is coming from my desire to make the world a better place. Yes, I study gender in in society, But as a woman who is given too many nice guys chances and heard too many horror stories, and as someone who works in an industry where I mainly talk to men, I want to explain how to be better. It's always harder to be open to criticism and admit you have been wrong. It's something I had to do at a young age coming from a very conservative purity evangelical uh, cult situation and (laughs) it's always hard to be open to criticism and to admit you've been wrong it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable as shit but it's always better to admit an error and grow in a rich life than to live in error and only this this error that i'm discussing it will only engage and create more anger and frustration. And I mean, hey, what do you have to fucking lose? You're already listening to advice from a stripper, the podcast. All right. So let's get to this fucking episode. And if I do make you mad, um, you can email me at advice from a stripper. But I do expect you to listen to the whole episode and I will leave a clue in it. So if you do email me with um, angry complaints. You do have to listen to the whole episode. Uh, XOXO Gossip Girl. (laughs) I'm a menace. Okay, let's begin. So what is a nice guy? And so to describe someone who believes himself to possess genuine nice guy characteristics, even though he actually does not. That was really weird wording. So, all right, what is a nice guy? A nice guy describes himself as a nice guy because he genuinely believes he possesses these characteristics of a nice guy, even though he doesn't. And he's someone who uses acts of friendship and basic social etiquette 
with the ulterior aim of progressing into a romantic or sexual relationship. And then what is nice guy syndrome? It's a sense of entitlement to sexual or romantic attention from women for simply being nice and irrational anger when that attention is not forthcoming. So if you are someone who's walking around like, oh, I'm just a nice guy, girls always go for bad guys, I'm going to be real fucking honest as a woman. The reality of the situation is girls do not always go for bad guys. Women are attracted to men who are kind, mature, vulnerable, sweet, gentle, funny, genuine. Am I attracted to Loki in Thor as well? Yes. But in my defense, he's a very well-developed character and he's really hot. You know, I'll pick my battles with Loki. He's a character, not a person. But also, I'm, I am a sucker for Loki. If we're talking villain era. Yes. Anyways, but as someone, when someone dates someone who is bad for them or cheats on them, it's not because they woke up and were like, oh, I want to date someone just like, you know, <laughs> I want to date someone just like my dad, or I want to date, you know, someone who's just a piece of shit. The reality is when someone dates someone who's bad for them or cheats on them, it is often because that person has pretended to be all these things someone is looking for in exchange for sex. No woman is actively seeking assholes, but it's so hard to give men the benefit of the doubt when the reality is there, there are so many men who will pretend to be everything I am looking for just to fuck me. And that's just the reality. No woman is actively seeking assholes. In fact, often we date based on our parents' relationships' health. And it's a fallacy, like for real, it's a fallacy to say that women only like bad boys or any of that shit. It sounds dumb because it is. Very few men wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to date someone just like my mom who, you know, abandoned me. All right. We all have mommy issues. All right. I have mommy issues. I have daddy issues. Great relationship with both parents, but still mommy issues, still daddy issues. Now, if you're saying women only go for bad boys, why don't they like nice guys like me? Or say women don't give guys like me a chance. Or worse, women aren't into nice guys like me. This is going to hurt, but you are not nice. And the message you are sending, I promise you, is not good. And I don't say this to tear anyone down. I say it because people need to hear it. And very few people are in the position I am where I can say, look, I am engaging with men constantly who say this. I'm engaging with a wide variety of people on the daily. I am also someone who gets hit on very often in public. Like, <laughs> trust me. You're just going to have to trust me on this one. XOXO. Now, the message you are sending is not good. Anyone who says any of these things to me is genuinely an immediate red flag. It tells me you aren't any better than that guy who's pretending to be something he's not in exchange for fucking me. And you don't want to be either of these men. Or you do if you're a narcissist. I mean, hey, teach their own. We'll do an episode. Actually, my dream, I want to put off I have a lot of info on narcissism. I've had a lot of experience with narcissism, but my dream is to have a very specific um, expert come in and discuss narcissism. So I have to wait till my podcast gets more popular um, because I want to give the best information possible. And if we wanted an episode about my daddy issues, we could have figured that out based on what I do as a job. Just kidding. Again, my dad's chill. Now, let's ask the question, what do women want? Like I said before, they want a good person. But what does that look like? And I want to break it down as simple as I can. Women want to fuck or... <laughs> women women do want to fuck. You got me. No. <laughs> uh, 
that are all kicking soon, I promise. Uh, no, for real. Women want a guy who is completely content to never have sex with them. That genuinely values a friendship over the possibility that you might get to fuck her. A great example of this. Watch Slice of Life anime. I'm not even fucking with you. Watch Slice of Life anime. It really is geared for like this very specific audience. Women love Slice of Life anime. It's where most women get started when they're watching anime. Um, I'll email me if you want a list of anime recommendations. I'm not putting that in the episode. It's not worth it. It would take a while. Anyways. So we want someone who is generally content to never have sex with us because they value who they, I want someone who values me as a person who values a friendship with me way before the chance to fuck me. I am tired. Women are tired of being seen as prizes to be won or objects to be chased. We want someone who sees us as a person that is worthy of love, respect, patience, and time. And if that isn't what you're also putting out, if you aren't that person, ask yourself why. Ask yourself, why is sex my main priority with women? Because women's main priority can be sex, but everyone has different priorities. You need to decide if you genuinely are looking for a relationship, where does friendship lie? Because it can't be all sex. It can't be all attraction. And women, most women who want a relationship realize that. Now, I would, a great example of this is it's, I will equate it to you taking a girl out on a date and let's say you spent X amount of money or you took her to a fancy restaurant. Now you expect sex. That is the same relationship as you just being my friend, just to get to fuck me later, just for the chance to get to fuck me. And it's, you were equating, you're equating things to sex that are not worthy of equating. That's just how it is. Sex shouldn't be transactional. And if you see see sex as a transaction, it's significantly more telling of how you view and value women. As someone who has had, and not an infinite, but it fucking feels like it, an infinite number of men say, how much to have you for a night? How much to get to fuck you? How much to X, Y, Z? Bitch, that shit's free because you have to earn it. I I will never have sex for money. Just straight up. I have terrible news, but the rats are going to hate this. (laughs) For real though, if your immediate response is to say, I can buy you. That is the most unattractive thing you can do. And it tells me greatly about how you value women. But I want to step into this next subject. Are you nice or are you kind? Because there is a difference. Nice is doing something or providing something and you're expecting pussy in exchange. Straight up. That is what, if you're like, I'm nice, that is what every woman is hearing. Now, if you're kind... Kind is doing something, providing something just because you want to help. But more importantly, you can empathize with someone and expect nothing in exchange. You do it for your fucking friends. You should be able to do it for women as well. Straight up. And please stop mistaking kindness for interest. Women are conditioned by society and for survival to be gentle with the feelings of others. Women cannot give men the benefit of the doubt. I will go into this more, but trust me when I say, kindness is not interest. Kindness has been ingrained in me to protect the feelings of others, to remain safe 
from those who would have intense reactions based on anger. I am expected to be gentle. I am expected by society, conditioned by society to be motherly, caring, and kind. That does not mean I am interested. You will know when I'm fucking interested. If all I'm doing is being kind, you can't assume I am interested. You just can't. So ultimately, please stop with the nice guy bullshit and start being a good person and a kind man. And if you aren't sure how to go about this, then I would super, super, super recommend Man Enough by Justin Baldoni. He also has a podcast called Man Enough, and I will link his book and uh, used books for him um, in the description. He is not sponsored. He is just a man who's done a lot of reflection and really asked himself some hard fucking questions and seen what good can come from it and wants to help men have the experience he's had. So Justin Baldoni, a bad bitch. Link in the comments. (laughs) Who am I? I am me. All right. That's enough. Be more than a nice guy. If the only thing you have to say about yourself is you're nice or you're just a nice guy, what do you bring to the fucking table, my dude? Like, for real, like, I'm nice. Bitch, that's not even an option in Sims. At least not Sims 3. In Sims 3, you have to have five traits. I have genuinely, this is real, this happened, and it blew my fucking mind. I was sitting with someone, and this guy was like, you should give me a chance. I'm nice. And I I looked at him, and I was like, Anyone can be nice. Name five other traits. And he couldn't. Here's the thing. If you want an amazing woman, you want an amazing woman, don't be like, please give me a chance. I'm a nice guy. Don't make her stoop down. Step up. Be worthy of her time. If she's emotionally intelligent, she'll expect you to be. If you want someone who always goes to the gym, then always go to the gym. If you want a confident woman, then work on yourself and your self-confidence. If you want a woman who is self-assured, work on your own ability to love yourself. The thing is, and the reality is, I don't want someone who's just nice. Are you fucking kidding me? Anyone can be just nice. Waiters and waitresses are nice. Actually, most of them go above and fucking beyond. They're hilarious usually, all right? Like, if all you have to say, think about that. Like, bro, if all you have to say about yourself, I've dated women. Do you think I've ever, ever been successful? Would have ever been successful if I went around being like, I'm just a nice girl. Give me pussy. Give me a chance. Bitch, that shit would not work. I don't care how hot you are. I don't, what? You're just nice? I'm intelligent. I'm honest. I'm genuine. I strive for success. I am motivated. I am talented. I am passionate about so many things. I am artistic. I am a whole human being. I'm not a puzzle piece. I am a work of art. And I expect who I am with to be a work of art worthy of being next to me on a wall in a museum and we're both chilling we're both on the wall and you know we've got our little matching picture frames or some shit okay be worthy of who you want to date and that starts by liking yourself and working on yourself i will link um justin baldoni's workbook that goes along with his book in it so that would also help i got you i got you baby now If you still aren't sure, is this me? Is this not? You know, let me ask you a couple questions. Let's do a little, a little, a little pop quiz, if you will. And you will, because it's my fucking podcast and you've listened to this long. (laughs) Uh, When I said I'm a menace, I fucking meant it, you guys. All right. So great question. Excellent question. Shout out to me for coming up with it. Um, It's not that 
groundbreaking of a question. Any woman listening to me like, yeah, that was, yeah. Yep. Anyways, are you only friends with women who you want to fuck, would want to fuck, or find attractive? If you're not friends with women who you don't find attractive, that probably means you only see value in attractive women. And in fact, if you're only nice to women you'd fuck, would want to fuck, or find attractive, you don't actually respect women. If you are only nice to the women you want to engage with sexually, you aren't nice. If you can't, like, if your friends are all ugly that are guys, but any woman has to be a fucking 10, like, then you're not actually seeking female friendship. I think it's such a green fucking flag when guys have friends who are women and they're not all hot. All right. Maybe like, even if 75% of them are, I want you to have somebody who you're like, yeah, not attracted at all, but they're fucking awesome. And I don't care because the reality is you don't need to be attracted to all your friends. Um, you don't need to think like, why? Just why? (laughs) Yeah. If your friend can't be friends with women, you don't find attractive. You don't respect women. That is the end of it. Straight up. And whoever's going to be like, well, what if they just all happen to be attractive? Um, they don't. That's that's not it. I'm going to tell you right now, there are so many women in the world. It cannot just be all of the ones that you'd want to fuck. All right. Now, if you become more attracted to her over time because you fall in love through friendship, that's fucking beautiful. That's fucking beautiful. However, don't just be friends with women who you're trying to smash, all right? Don't be that fucking friend. I've had so many fucking friends. That's why I don't have many male friends. Because I don't want someone to be my friend if they're waiting around for me to notice them. Or to leave my boyfriend or be drunk enough or any of that bullshit. If you're someone waiting for the right opportunity, you see me as an object. You see me as an opportunity. If you're only there for someone because it might pay off in the long run sexually, then I'm a sexual investment, not a person. I'm a fucking fuck doll. If that is how you view me, you don't see me as a person, but as a thing you deserve, a level you get past after you fucking defeat Bowser or some shit. All right. You don't get to just invest in me for my sexuality. Because the thing is, if you're only friends with someone waiting for the chance to fuck them and then you're done or to be in a relationship with them and then you're done, like, then you were never friends in the first place. You have ulterior motives. I fucking hate that shit. Women hate that shit. And eventually we see right through it, but it's, yeah, I will get into the why women don't get men the benefit of the doubt towards at the end. So that was the first question. If you got mad, you got mad. I'm mad for all the right reasons. All right. Do you dislike women? So disliking women comes up most frequently, especially in media, as, you know, the cool girl. It's men wanting to date a woman who essentially has no characteristics women have and mainly characteristics most men have mentally. If you want a girl who's going to watch the game with you, drink beers, you know, eat cold pizza, you know, here's the thing. Like you can't expect someone to just be men want a woman who's looks feminine applies to gender norms, but at the same time, does all of these things to show she's not like other girls. You know, she's a character. She's played by Megan Fox. She's great at fixing cars. And doesn't care who you hang out with, what time you get home. Fuck. Oh, an excerpt from fucking Gone Girl. Let me find this. Like, if you don't like most characteristics of women, though, if you don't like when they're feminine, if, oh, she takes too long, Uh, It's the 
guy who hates his wife energy. Like, just get a common law marriage with your friend Steve for the tax benefits at that point. All right? You're not going to end up fucking enough anyways with this energy. So just fucking marry your friend Steve at that point. Anyways, an excerpt from Gone Girl. Cool girl. Men always use that, don't they? As their defining compliment. She's a cool girl. Cool girl is hot. Cool girl is game. Cool girl is fun. Cool girl never gets angry at her man. She only smiles in a chagrin-loving manner and then presents her mouth for fucking. She likes what he likes. So evidently, he's a vinyl hipster who loves fetish monger. If he likes Girls Gone Wild, she's a mall babe who talks football and endures buffalo wings at Hooters. When I met Nick Dunn, I knew he wanted a cool girl. And for him, I'll admit, I was willing to try. I wax stripped my pussy raw. I drank canned beer watching Adam Sandler movies. I ate cold pizza and remained a size two. Because the thing is, in order for a woman to live up to both the aesthetic, the high aesthetic many men have, and to, you know, be this like dude bro you get to a point where it's not possible you're wanting two conflicting things and yes there are women who love football yes there are women who like to go to hooters i love titties all right i don't really like to go hooters but i love titties and there are women i'm sure who love every single adam sandler movie there ever was but the thing is You want someone who's just themselves. And a lot of men expect women to fit in a very specific box. And every cool girl is defined differently for them. But you need to embrace someone where they are. No one should, you don't want someone who's going to date you hoping XYZ is going to change. You don't want to date someone who doesn't care when you get home because they worry about you. You don't want to date someone who's, you know, <laughs> you want to date someone who loves you for you. And when you create this cool girl, you create a box that is so tiny for women to fit in through. And I will, and this, you have this tiny little box, but all you have to offer is you're nice. You don't even pass the Sims test. You can't create, you can't say five traits about yourself and play Sims 3. Like straight up, it is five traits. If Just saying. Everyone should have their five traits. And it should be things they like about themselves. Because the thing is, if all you see in yourself is that you're nice, you haven't gotten to know yourself. You haven't. And getting to know yourself it, liking yourself is so fucking important, you guys. You're stuck with yourself forever. Marriage is 50-50. It's a fucking coin toss, you guys. But you are stuck with you forever. And you want to be someone worthy of you. Wor you want to be worthy. That was poor phrasing. You want to be worthy of yourself and your own time. And you want to be worthy of someone who will love you, who will see all these characteristics because you already know they're there, all right? It's nobody's job to fix anybody, men and women. Y'all, it's nobody's job to fix you. Yeah, Jesus Christ, it's not. Anyways, so on to the third question. These are all heavy hitters, by the way. I'm not saying these are like I mean, I'm hilarious, but like, this is a more serious episode, I guess you could say, but I am pretty funny. So, but hang in there, you know, ask yourself, be vulnerable. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's uncomfortable. Men are conditioned to see vulnerability as a negative because it's never encouraged. It's, I will have a man on the podcast to talk about male conditioning sometime and how to, and its effect on women as well. But that's not this episode. This is this episode. So we're going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to stop nitpicking myself because I'm fucking awesome. And I am also going to take a quick...
quick break. And if I had a sponsor, this would be when it happens, but I don't. And I just really want to eat a strawberry. God, that's fucking delicious. Are strawberries and Caesar right now? That shit hit different. Oh my God. Eat fruit or veggies today, somebody. God damn, that's good. What the fuck? Oh my God. I'm going to eat a couple of blueberries too. I lied. <laughs> Plot twist. This is an ASMR channel. Just kidding. I mean, I could do the voice, but I'd break at some point, I'm sure. Anyways, so this one I would say is the toughest question out of all of the ones I have asked, but it's fucking honest. And that's what this shit is about. So <laughs> do you resent women? <laughs> yeah, chill. Like, do you just, do you resent women? Is that like a thing for you? Does that feel good for you? <laughs> Anyways, so I'm going to define something and everybody here needs to be fucking open and listening to what I fucking have to say. Misogyny is typically an unconscious hatred of women. At its core, it's about controlling and punishing women who violate patriarchal norms and expectations or who aren't serving male interests or aesthetics. This anger stems from a place of rejection by women in a person's life. And yes, women are can be misogynist too. <laughs> I've met some. More men though. Anyways, so signs. <laughs> Could this be you? You have a bad relationship with women who would be <laughs> or are significant in your life. Hashtag mommy issues. You objectify women. This means <laughs> this means you see them as objects. Duh. But here's the thing. If I'm an object, that means I have a purpose. To a misogynist, that purpose is to be aesthetically pleasing to men. Do you dislike women who don't conform to your desired look? You could be a feminist. Please ask your doctor about misogyny today. That was fucking great. Sorry. Um, actually, ask your doctor about education because anyone can change. If you feel like this, acknowledge it, okay? Everyone has to start somewhere. If you've been this person, fucking change. I've changed so much. I'm a, I am have leveled up on leveled up. I'm awesome, all right? And I did it because I educated myself. I got better and better. It's great. It's a good time. I will have the resources listed. So... Stop romanticizing me into a character I can never live up to. Stop romanticizing women into boxes and characters. I am constantly and throughout my life, once I started looking attractive, was very often told that I'm like the girl next door. And um, first of all, rude uh, I'm not the sexy bitch you're actually going for. I'm the one pining over, like, a mid-dude. Okay. Um, whatever. <sighs> Anyways. Um, so. Men have romanticized beautiful women, let's be honest, for fucking centuries. An imaginable amount of time. All right. <laughs> However... When men realize these beautiful women are unattainable, won't date them, or just don't feel the same way, these same women are stalked, raped, and murdered at worst. Now, other times they're just told they're a cunt and a whore and I never wanted to date you anyways. I love Facebook Messenger. So, God, I... I you ever just like, I'm on a tangent, but I have to slow down. <laughs> so romanticizing women also is when men, you know, get the girl, you know, you've won the prize. Let's say, you know, this unattainable woman is attainable. Let's say this beautiful woman that you have put on this pedestal is attainable and you get the girl, you win the prize. It will never live up to your expectations. 
I've been romanticized into a character when I'm a flawed human. And you can't possibly expect me or any women to be your mother, cheerleader, cool girl, boss bitch, fuck doll, cook, and inspiration. The expectations men have of women typically don't match what they bring to the table, especially when you say you're a nice guy. If what you bring to the table is nice, that is so much less than what I am bringing to the table and what other women can bring to the table and what other men can bring to the table. If you want a certain type of woman, I'll say it before, and I'm fucking, I'll say it again, I've said it fucking before, be worthy of her. Do not expect, why would you want someone who you want to settle? If you love them, if you care about them, you don't want them to settle. You want to be worthy of them. Like, are you even fucking listening when she talks? Are you more focused on your own response? Great, great example. I should have mentioned it earlier, but I don't redo shit. Uh, (laughs) But for real, you, the TV show, great example of the dangers of when women are romanticized. And it also shows a great job of how many men don't even listen when a woman is talking because they're so focused on their own response. And it's exhausting and it's so see-through. Like, y'all are not helping anybody, especially not yourself. So, now, men don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. Here is why. There's a bajillion reasons, but I will make it not concise, but somewhere in between a bajillion and concise. (laughs) Thriving. Um, Here's the thing. I have given men of the benefit of the doubt and it has almost always gone wrong. And that is not, oh, you were just hanging out with the wrong guys. No, I was hanging out with just men and stop saying, oh, they're boys, not men. Don't bring boys into this. Be better dads, Jesus. But for real, men don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. We are raised by our fathers as women to not trust men, to not give any man the benefit of the doubt because our fathers were once these men and they know how fucked up men can be, all right? They've seen other men throughout their lives fuck over probably whoever they're married to as well. They don't want us to be hurt like that, even though we will. Because you want to be that person who gives someone the benefit of the doubt. You want to be someone who's trusting. But the reality is men, (laughs) um, y'all don't like, how many men are always like, you have to earn my trust. You have to earn my respect. But women so freely give trust and respect until we don't anymore because we've been punished for it and betrayed too many fucking times. It's not the wrong type of guys I've met. I talked about sexual assault in the first fucking episode. (laughs) Like, I, here's the thing. I have been with friends and there are men that I knew as friends who saw me as an opportunity. And when you have a friend who gets you drunk enough to create that opportunity, you will never give men the benefit of the doubt again. Here's the thing. When women are assaulted, it's usually their fucking friends or partners. Why is it that when women give trust freely, we are always, not regularly, not most of the time, always punished. Because the reality is we're not raising men. Right, we're not. And women are suffering for it, all right? And this isn't about, well, women do this, women do that, all right? This is about, I hate when people are like, oh yeah, well, what about when women do this? It's like, I'm not fucking talking about that. I'm talking about men. I'm trying to help people, bitch. Anyways, 
we have been raised as women for a very long time that men only want you for your body. Men are afraid of being used for their money. Women are afraid of being used for their body because the reality is it's been what we are. The history of women I've is objects and arm pieces and money and status. I don't give anyone the benefit of the doubt or respect right off the bat because no man gives it to me. And you can say, well, I respect women. Bitch, I can say that I'm a fucking millionaire. Anyone can say anything. And that's the thing. No matter what you say, you have to realize women can't believe you. Let's go back to the guy who pretends to be everything she wants, who love bombs her with flowers and poems and all the cheesy dates and gifts and whatever the fuck, all right? He's pretending. He is in it for the long run, but he's just pretending. He gets to know you more and more and more and still only cares about sex. If you have so many men on one side who the outcome is violent, fear, and at worst, you lose a friendship of someone you really thought liked you for you and didn't see you as an object. On the other end, you have men who it's the same, same outcome, different strategy. You want to be with a woman who makes you prove yourself? Because it is naive to think that women aren't, are going to give you the benefit of the doubt because so many men don't deserve it. And I have no way of telling whether you are one of them or not. And because so many men don't, for my safety, for protecting my fucking feelings, it is safer for me to not give anyone the benefit of the doubt. And that's, you can say, oh, like, you're just jaded. I'm realistic. I've lived life. Talk to a 14-year-old and they'll be like, oh, I'm so in love. He's the best. And it's like, look, I've been 13 and men still did not deserve the benefit of the doubt then. And they certainly do not now. I have had multiple men tell me that they believe the age of consent should be 13. All right, it is impossible to both be safe and trusting. That is just the reality. And if you are a man, you have to make, you have to acknowledge that. It sucks, but then that should be ammunition to change, to do better, to call out your friends, to make a difference, to reflect like there it's not you know oh no she's jaded and she's never gonna trust me i don't have a chance you have a chance if you're not a fucking creep you know how many men say the most red flag shit and then just follow it up with i'm just a nice guy give me a chance be better just be better and if you still don't think i'm right fuck it fine but do yourself a favor and try. Try to see where women are coming from. Try and find the empathy within you. And yes, anger is such an is an emotion that is validated with men over so many other emotions. It is difficult, very difficult to achieve empathy. But it's not impossible. It's not. And if you are still all, you know, stop saying all men, you know, whatever. Um, I have great news uh, coming to you live from Reddit. I will have these linked, of course. Um, there is a thread and it's girls that gave nice guys a chance. How did it go? And I'm going to read these. And there is a warning because um, some of it's sexual violent content. Uh, yeah. 
He begged me to masturbate for him while he drove me home. And when I refused, he threatened to rape me and then couldn't understand why I didn't want to do anything with him after that. He was criticizing everything I did. Why do I go to university? Why do I live where I live? Why do I do my makeup? Why do I do popular things? He hated everything that popular women did, which I wasn't. He just had these ideas that there were things that were popular, like, and things that only nice people do, which is crazy considering the fact that we were already in our 20s. He was 28 talking about this pointless, unpopular, popular thing like high schoolers. Although every time he thought I was mad at him, he deleted me on every social media. It's frustrating, tiring, and hurting. So eventually I stopped talking to him and now I'm simply labeled as another popular basic slut, just like the rest of the females. And um, that last line is a quote. <laughs> Girls that gave nice guys a chance. How did it go? Not well. <laughs> uh, we were high school sweethearts and both had low self-esteem. He had the typical girls only go for tattooed bad boys and never give nice guys a chance battle cry. He asked me on a date, so I gave him a chance. At first, I was really madly in love with him. We eloped when I was 18. I thought it would be my fairy tale that we would live happily ever, and boy, was I wrong. At first, he wouldn't let me have a job. He claimed he was scared something would happen to me while I was at work or out in the city we lived in. He was military right out of school. So I didn't work and stayed home basically 24-7 unless he took me somewhere. When he got out, we moved back to our hometown and still wanted me to stay home until he realized we couldn't afford a place without another income. Only then did he let me get a job and we bought the house. He isolated me from my friends and family and discouraged me talking to anyone except his parents. It was harder for him to keep me away from people when we moved back home, so he resorted to trash-talking everyone at every opportunity. So I kept my distance from people as much as I could to prove to him that I loved him. He was also routinely accusing me of cheating or wanting to cheat. If I so much as mentioned another man, whether a friend, coworker, or customer at my job, he'd say something like, he probably wants to, he probably wants to get in your pants, or you probably want to sleep with him. So it kept me jumping through hoops to prove my faithfulness. Meanwhile, he used coercion to get sex out of me for himself. He treated it as a transaction. I did the dishes after I cooked you dinner, so blow me. He never spent time on foreplay, and his favorite position was one where he didn't have to see my face, and he basically bladdered my cervix until he was done, causing a lot of pain for me. And it wouldn't stop or go easy if I asked him to. And as I had been so young when we got married, I thought this was just normal sex and marriage. After he would immediately jump out of bed, lock himself in the bathroom, and thoroughly cleanse himself while I cried silently, wondering what was wrong with me, that I didn't enjoy it, feeling dirty and used. And then it continues, and I won't read all of it, but yes. Another one. Regardless of how many times I said I wasn't interested in a relationship, he continued making moves and flirting, telling me he wanted to spend the rest of his life with me and that we were soulmates. He told me he was having a rough home life and that I was the only one in the world who didn't think he was creepy for the way he looked or would give up on him. He was constantly asked if he was handsome or not. He was not bad looking at all, just lacking in some hygiene skills like wearing deodorant and showering regularly and dental care. He seemed really insecure about the way he looked to the point that insecurity became the most notable thing about him in the way he carried himself. No amount of compliments or reassurance would soothe him. I showed up for his football games and performances to support him, and he never showed up for my plays or finished small tasks that I asked him as a friend to complete. Whenever addressed, he would break down and say that he was the worst person in the world and that he would die for me. He eventually stopped talking to me and moved on to someone else. I honestly think he needed more attention and love from his parents and was using desire for a girlfriend to fill the emotional gap. I feel bad for him, but I'm glad we have some distance. Another one. I proceeded to be stalked for the better part of a decade and no amount of blunt statements like, I do not want to marry you. I am not interested in you. I do not want a relationship with you would deter him. 
I had a similar ex through his stalking was though his stalking was thankfully harmless dated briefly our junior senior year of high school after we broke up he would message me every couple months wanting to get back together and talk about how much he loved me nothing violent or threatening thankfully he did this for about a decade and finally only quit messaging me when I got married aka I still have a chance until you're technically married yeah anyways the nice guy tried moving into my dorm room after four days. <laughs> wait, our dorm, the comment that has the most upvotes, wait, our dorm, our dorm room small. Another woman, uh, basically kidnapped and kept in a basement for 24 hours, repeatedly assaulted, told he'd had a vision that I was supposed to be one of his wives and then if i didn't marry him he'd just tell everyone i seduced him and was lying about it i let him think we were engaged until my out of school transfer was accepted then i bought a plane ticket and disappeared and someone said this is a horrible thread where are the happy stories because that's the thing if you go through this entire thread there is not one happy story and there isn't because at the end of the day, these nice guys just care about fucking me. That's it. They see me as a prize to be won, an object that, I mean, it's a fucking level. It's like he's fucking Mario and he just beat Bowser on the castle. And I'm like, Princess Peach. Like, and that's for no. First of all, I would not look good in a ball gown style dress. It is not for me. Second of all, Bowser and Mario, both not my type. Too much aggression there. Um, more of a Yoshi kind of girl. Maybe, uh, oh my God, Rosalina. Not that song. But for you, women who give men, women often give men the benefit of the doubt until they can't anymore, until something bad enough happens where they don't anymore. And then we're called jaded and bitches and cunts because we won't give in to what someone else wants or someone else sees our value in. And that's really not cool of you. Um, That's really not cool. Uh, in fact, it's uh, a real bummer. Um, But I will end with a happy note, psych. Psych! I'm going to read one more Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a menace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gang, gang, gang. Uh, I dated the kind of guy that claimed women don't go for him because X, Y, or Z. He wasn't conventionally attractive. He was rather awkward. But I thought he was cute. He was the typical women don't give me a chance. Brownie face. But I could show them the world if they just overlooked my looks and status, etc. So I gave him a chance. Fast forward to a few months later, and boy, am I traumatized. This man in tried in a million and one ways to coerce me to have sex with him when I made sure he understood that I have sexual trauma and have never had sex. It was so fucking awful. He would whip his dick out and beg and beg and beg. And I'd have to say no over and over again. He emotionally manipulated me and would give me the silent treatment for days because I could never have sex with him. Many men claim to be heartbroken or ignored or unappreciated only to end up being an emotionally abusive nightmare when you're in a relationship with them. These nice guys are not so nice after all, but I'm waiting for someone to rebuke with, so women don't want nice guys? Actually, I don't want any guys. I'm done. I have enough trauma I will be focusing on me and enjoying it henceforth. Edit. Just wanted to add that he would try and coerce me to have sex with him. Subtly shame me for saying no. But in the same breath was very vocal about shaming women that enjoyed having sex. So yeah. I lied. We're not ending on a happy note. Actually, we will. Fuck it. All right. Uh, happy note. You can change... Um, if you want to see more, obviously I'm linking that thread, but, um, 
Stop saying all men and ask yourself, why so many men? Am I one of them? What can I do to change? Are the men I'm hanging out with reflective of who I want to be? It's hard to reflect. Um, email me for a journal prompt or something. I don't fucking know. I'm not your mom, but I'm happy to help a bitch out. But I don't know. Just go on TikTok and type in creepy guys in public. And you'll be like, oh, shit. That's the daily, brother. This is the reality. And it's impossible to sugarcoat. It's scary. It's <laughs> life ruining. And it's just not fucking worth it for me to trust men. Nine times out of ten. No, ten times out of ten. Statistically. But. I mean. Women aren't gonna stop falling in love. This isn't hopeless. As someone who's dated women and men. It's not hopeless. There are people who are good. There are people who work on themselves and you want to be one of those guys. You want to be the guy who asks hard questions to himself, who changes and grows. You want to be the guy who's man enough to stop just being nice. And I fucking believe in you. I do. Anyone can change. I've changed dramatically. I don't know. I mean, 10 years ago, bitch, you were a freshman in high school. But no, for real, you decide your growth. You're in charge of your reality and your path and your purpose. And you decide how to empathize with others and whether it's worth it. But my dogs are still barking. The mail is here and the episode is over. Hey, come here. I'll give you a blueberry. Do you want a blueberry? Yeah? He's trying, so I have to bite it in half. There you go. Yeah. Great job. What team? Wildcats. All right. <sighs> this was a long one, but I said shit I needed to say, and I hope I was able to speak for a lot of women. Um, if there's anything I missed or anyone would like to add or questions, please email me at advice from a stripper at gmail.com. And as always, please rate, review, subscribe, send me poems. Um, ask me, I'll put my Amazon wish list um, on every episode for fuck all, why not? Um, so send me. I don't know, anything, literally anything. Please uh, comment, review, subscribe, share with your friends. If you have a nice guy in your life, send him this and be like, I love you, bro, but I think you'd really benefit from listening to this. Or, you know, fuck around, find out, who cares? Um, I do. <laughs> but for real, thank you guys for listening. I'm really excited to be posting frequently again. And thank you for the encouragement. As always, thank you so much to Nick Bunelli for doing my cover art. It's perfect. It's everything I could dream of. And please check him out. I always have his links in the description. He perfectly encapsulates like psychedelic, both psychedelic and just modern graphic design. He's an incredible artist. And speaking of incredible artists musically, <laughs> Jeremy Bendy for creating my fucking theme song. It's fantastic. And I love it. And hey, those are two men who aren't just friends with me because they're waiting for me to fuck me. You know, it is possible, people. Just, you know, that's two men in like how many? Just kidding. I do a, a yes. Yes. Anyways, you get the point. Now, stop being a nice guy and start being a good person. This is Mary, and I am so grateful for anyone who listens and rates, reviews, subscribes, whatever, um, or emails me if you have questions or corrections. Fuck around and find out. I love doing this. And catch my 
next Thursday episode, which will be customer etiquette. And I should be having a very special guest on for next Monday. Um, she hasn't said yes, but uh, she will. Because <laughs> I am a menace. Um, but yeah. All right. You guys have a great rest of your day. And to sing everyone out. It's a place from a stripper, stripper, stripper. It's a place from a stripper, stripper, stripper. It's advice. It's advice. It's advice. It's advice. It's advice from a stripper, stripper, stripper. That was actually more calm than usual. Anyways, thank you for listening. Bye-bye.